Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Annie, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at layman's.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help, help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. happy spring we've got a lot of things to cover on this episode we're gonna title it march madness because it's been pretty much mad around here so um well, jesse want to tell us what we've been doing. Some of the where, i don't know where to start are. but so we start from first off we had milestone 1600 downloads per day on the podcast so that's great news people tune in thank you and like to hear any questions or feedback Please let us know. Um, reason one reason for March Madness is uh, everything seems to be happening this month. The good news is we did finally re- receive a huge amount of rain. So yeah, after what was that, three months of, of dry, dry and hot since yeah. Thanksgiving was fires and. So fortunately, we got a lot of rain. So we called Miracle March. Um, some of the plants that were hit by the hard freeze bounce sort of bounced back. back. Yeah. I thought that wildflower bed was dead. Mm-hmm. You know, I was about to turn it under. It just I it's, it's exploded. I mean, it looked it was black. come back. That's it just exploded. Well, it so looked like a matted mess. It looked like it like <laughs> freezer freeze dried. Resilience of the garden. Yeah. So when the rain comes like that, you can water all day, and the rain just yeah. makes it explode. The New Zealand's got the spinach has gone bonkers in the front yard. We're like. A friend of ours loves to eat it, so we just like practically rip it out of the ground and hand it to her. It's like, please eat it. <laughs> I don't think we planted it in what twenty years. I don't yeah. think we've ever planted New Zealand spinach until the, since the first time we planted yeah, it over like, maybe thirty years now. And then, unfortunately, with the the only bad news about the rain is there are some weeds germinating that <laughs> we usually don't volunteers. We usually what don't have weeds? yeah. Well, let's see. The New Zealand spinach could be technically classified as wheat because it's growing everywhere. It's a bit I'm saying it's like wheat. It's, like, it's a weed. It's like the grass, like wheat grass, not wheat grass, but it's the grass. And then the wandering Jew sort of took over. And then there's a couple places that in the cracks and that 
with the water means growth and place exploded. So another reason for March Madness is, Nisi came up with the name, um, so I said about the, we have our own final four thing. We have the last final four beds that we have to change over to the, to our new system. So we can have, stay tuned to who wins that We grew contest. up as sports fans, if that yeah. isn't obvious. So we have a little play on words. So March Madness Dad Final always would, he would tune into the college games. He liked the college games better than the professional games. Yeah. So I we don't have, know if they can hear the rain coming down. No, probably know, not. Yeah. It's, it's pouring out there, so I know this they have great. a lot of people um, on watch because of Mudslides and things like well, that. Well, so. customer came and he was like, the rain's great. And I said, yeah, it's great. It's not enough, but it's yeah. great. <laughs> we get all the rain in one month, and then I'll be dry for the... It's going to be 77 next week, so go figure that. On the other garter front, besides the final four raised beds, so I'm going to need my cheering section to help me finish those last four. Justin, We have to come up with a chant, but... Um, <laughs> Go, just go, So before the rain, I was just running around trying to pot up everything, plant everything. As usual. Around. As well, you, you bought it. <laughs> Sorry. A honking bin bagel of wildflowers. I, I texted Annie some photos. I was like, you want wildflowers? Uh, says Tractor only, Supply, by the way, which is my new favorite place. It says only 42,867 seeds in there. Yeah, so I'll if you're counting. Yeah, but it's uh, Tractor Supply yeah. is my new favorite place. They have baby chicks in there. And yeah, we don't have one in Los Angeles, unfortunately. The, I have to get it out of Los Angeles. The question is who's going to water them when it stops raining? That's the question. <laughs> but I thought that parking strip, I might have to redo that one. All the, all those saw the weeds coming up. I thought there were wildflowers, but I guess some wheat got in there and um, things. So we have some cool T-shirts in that tractor supply. I have to. I take photos of them. I have to send them to you. The other things happening in the garden. I got carried away and I planted about 150 tomato <laughs> plants. As usual, it's my one weakness. Every spring, I have too many tomatoes. You're lucky it's not baby chicks. True. True. <laughs> it's, it's, these don't peep, peep, peep. No, but uh. And poop. Yeah, okay, so I have 150. I don't know exactly where I'm going to plant them. So they're the artisan. <laughs> this is the usual thing. The usual I'm, I'm not issue. surprised. I'll never, I'll never learn. One I'm not day. surprised. I'm not surprised. Justin always plants way too much tomatoes. And Jody brings to it home way too many animals. So. Yeah, so we're even. So, so the question is where to plant 150 tomatoes. Now, if you say they're three feet apart, I need 450 feet row of uh, thing. That's not happening. So... Uh, there's always Any, space, which is weird. We always find space. But, yeah, and here's another thing. Will the tomatoes grow? Stay tuned. Yes, yeah, stay tuned yeah, for... Because it could be... kind of suck. They suck. They're sucking now. That's the thing. It's you can plant them, and then they just... So. Yeah, a couple of years he had bad... Even on the babe, on the cherries and the artisan ones, between the spider mites and things, they didn't get anything. So that's another... Hope springs eternal, <laughs> but it's also... It could be a really bummer if they don't... If they don't uh, nothing happens to them so fortunately they do look good in their little four inch pots and also potted up uh 32 flats of african blue basil that i've taken some cuttings from before the freeze i was cutting them back so i've taken uh some cuttings and put them in the greenhouse 
and they all almost I said <laughs> all ninety rooted? almost all of them. Okay, I'm just bragging. Okay, seventy five percent of them rooted. So yeah, but we're good at that. <laughs> but the good news is because the freeze killed I think some of the blue basils. So and they're getting woody. It's time to restart. Yeah. So the to replant things. So I have thirty two blue basil, African blue basil, which is like our money making crop of the century. Um, <laughs> No, honestly, that in New Zealand is finished. That. It's like and then we're back in that. I think, I think we popularized that. Edible, edible flower business and uh, African blue basil. Like I said edible flowers are back in like, It's a trend feeds, everywhere. Like, popping up on It's on so platters. weird to be, you know, barely 30 years old and to see things come full cycle. Like back in my day. You're 30 years old? No, okay. Barely. Um, barely. Oh, God. <laughs> Just crossing the century mark. No. So, it's um, like, yeah, now with the rain, it's like, should I reach out to those new, I mean, they're new, like, not, I would say hipster places, but they're new food places that are popping up and they're trying to use, you know, super local stuff. So, whether reach out for them and say, you know, this is seasonal once and, you know, one time, one season only, the edible flower sort of stuff, I don't know. Yeah, we'll so. see if the nasturtium should come back with the rain. Well, um, the, the, the marigolds were trendy, so you can go into the snow. Yeah, like I told you, to one of the major restaurants down in downtown L.A. were using the little minutino. What is it called? No, the lemon gems. Lemon yeah. gems. The issue with the now is that the pansies and the change are getting tall. Yeah, and they're getting, getting leggy. Old. And they get seeds. Looking, the ones out front are looking a little uh, so you're volunteering to cut him back? Because um, she rolls her eyes. No, a friend of ours. Was she rolls her eyes in the yard, <sighs> and she was doing. She has some sort of thing where she like greets the garden, and I, I was sitting there picking flowers, and she's like, "Oh, what are these? I didn't know they had seeds." I was like, "You want to pick them?" She goes, "I'd love to pick them." So she was deadheading the the tower. <laughs> she thought it was so rewarding and so med meditative for her. I'm like, "Go for it." <laughs> Like your socks off. I know. Yeah. I was like, go for it. I said, I told her how to deadhead the flowers. And she's like, this is fun. Like, this like, upkeep and maintenance is a lot. Yeah, I and got like that. The rain is going to make it go. The good news is, the good news is, the rain's going to make it go crazy. The bad news is, the rain's going to make it go crazy. I got the, did I show you the purple goosefoot that germinated in that yeah, whole pathway? Yeah, it's like a massive. I got seeds germinating. Everywhere. They missed the compost pile because I had stopped. <laughs> this compost pile was so stacked that I cut stacked back. Stacked in front of it? Yes, I was lazy. And I stacked oh, yeah, it in, sure front of, in front of... You know the seeds that got yeah, like six yeah. feet tall? I stacked it in front of the thing and I'm pretty sure all of them germinated. Is this the amaranth or the purple one? Purple one? goosefoot. The, the fairy dust one? Yeah. yeah oh, that'd be nice. I mean, actually... Nice, it's like a grass over there. Catherine wants It's in the middle of the pathway. So I leave it? With, no, I'm saying with the rain, we can Move dig it? them out. You could do them as the edible uh, flower bouquets. Yeah. You'd probably get rid of them all just by hacking them for the edible flower bouquets. Yeah, wow. There's parts of, the yard, parts of the yard I haven't even touched. I know. You have the, weed, the weeds over there? I got my own. Oh, my. I got my own list. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? All right. So what's ha what has been happening? I'll start off with my... I don't know where you guys were. I guess you were guys at the beach or something. But I had the Art Center College of Design. We were at work. No. Oh, I was at work. Jordy was at the beach. No. Where's that release form? Sure. Oh, the Art Center College of Design. Oh, right. No, I was at X. The art one, was that on the Sunday? It was Expo okay. West? I was at Expo West. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So, <laughs> since everybody's in a... 
Well, I wasn't supposed to go inside. Okay. Okay. Now yeah, it's a long story. You could tell your story. Let me tell mine. All right. So. <laughs> we're having a bad day. No. Okay. So. Uh, Dad usually does does the interviews. So we had what was the other one? The private chef lady. I did an interview. They too. give us. Uh, Remember oh. the private chef one? I forgot. I interviews give me connection fits. So she called up and said. Can she do a one-hour interview on homesteading? So I said, sure, no problem. Who's Apparently she? You she, want to explain who she is? One of the students a, a student at, 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 at Art Center College Design called and said she had emailed me a couple weeks ago, and I said, I never got it. She must have got the wrong email address. So so they get an informed. They booked a one-hour on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So they give her informed consent form that I had to sign. So this is a copy. It says... As parties be doing video cameras, which I didn't know, so it sort of freaked me out a little bit because, but they just put their phone on a on a tripod. So, I said, we really, hate cameras, I hate cameras. Way. Yeah. <laughs> so it says, good news is after the study is finished, all data and videos will be destroyed. So there's no evidence. So <laughs> it has risk on the informed consent form. It says risk. There are no known risks associated with this project other than the possible discomfort with the following. You will be asked to be as honest as you can. I need this footage. Yeah, no, what we have to Xerox this stuff. No, I need the footage of you being as honest as I can. I asked, can they if, I asked if they were going to put it on. Can they send it to me before they destroy it? I'm just getting started. You will be asked questions about your personal memories relating Ouch. to your experience with homesteading practices and lifestyle. <laughs> we should have everybody sign this. Um, benefits. You'll not be paid. Dang. You won't... <laughs> <laughs> that's usual okay <laughs> you will have an opportunity to reflect on your experiences you will contribute to the students knowledge about product design development and research methodologies participation is voluntary you may choose not to participate and may withdraw at any time during the project too late I already signed it so confidentiality will do everything to protect your privacy too late can I have something? Can I have you sign this one? Yeah, this was, I thought we'd just change this and anybody that comes over and talks to me should sign that. But <laughs> Dude, I want the footage of this. Yeah. So it started, it started when I read that, I mean, skimmed it. I probably Doesn't signed away my thing. <laughs> Basically, for lack of a better word. So the, the release form was, I was like, oh crap, I thought this was just a standard, you know, sc- we, yeah, we've done it before. before. A school, kids. USC, yeah, yeah, Annenberg. Annenberg Foundation of Journalism. You just figure, oh, how you do this, how you do this, oh, how you do this, so whatever. So the release form was intimidating because like three pages, but so I was thinking, oh, here, just ask me the same usual questions. And so the first thing they did, they sent, give me a piece of paper, eight and a half by 11 piece of paper with the square on it. I was like, oh boy. What to do with Okay, so they had a square, eight and a half by eleven paper with a square on it. So, and then they had three sheets of paper. Of emojis. <laughs> I got there yet? That's the, the final one. So they had, let's see, how many questions was it? Let's say four categories, and they're you're supposed to. They're different sized pieces of paper. So, if you choose one, like it said, honestly, one said I dislike people, so I wanted to use. 
just like public speaking or something. I forget what. <laughs> I was going to use that, but I couldn't fit it on my form because if you use that one, you, there's the other one that fits in the square. Says I'm doing this for the money, and obviously that's not happening. So I have to do that. And then the other one that do you know what the other one said? I turn off the lights in every room. I said that's me. <laughs> Yeah. And so I was just like, it was really, I, was, I don't know what this had to do with, see. yeah, I did. Like I, I actually kid. said that to the lady, I said. Dude, I just stepped out the window room and I'm coming back. I know, I said, so it was just a weird thing. They had multiple choice mm -hmm. questions on a piece of paper, but if you, but each, I should have taken a picture of it, but each mm -hmm. question was, I turn off the lights. Mm -hmm. Thing. And the other question is, I do this for the money, uh -huh. and this, and the other one's question, I don't like people or talking, whatever. And so it says compromise. The thing was about compromise, because each sheet, each piece of paper was different size. So if you had a big one, you had to use a small one. If you had a small one, then you use a medium one. And you fill up the square. So obviously compromise, I should have taken a picture of what I actually compromised myself into, but... When they filled it out, it was like somebody you had to live with. We talked about that, making decisions that you have to live with versus what you think. So I had to take out, I'm doing it for the money. I left the one with the lights in there and that I don't, I like being by myself or something. There was some sort of thing. So that was question, I guess that was question number one. I don't know if that, what, what that, yeah. free form? I don't know what it's called. So the next thing she pulls out, well, it was three students, so. They pull out tarot cards. I think they're tarot cards. A bunch of Some pictures sort, on it. Yeah, I mean, might not be official tarot. What is cards? It's a bunch of artistic drawings on it. Just different versions of tarot okay. cards. There's a deck of cards that have yeah. pictures on it, whatever. And she says, pick out one that represents the past, one that represents current, and one that represents the future. And they had all these the caricatures on oh, a, I mean, some sort of detail, yeah. on a thing so I'm scrolling through there and I was like oh boy some of this stuff I don't know what it is so one had father time old older guy with the with the clock so I put that was the past because some reason that reminded me of dad so I did that one the next one I picked out was a guy sitting at a table with a glass of wine and holding his head. I said, that's me today. I said, that about sums it up. Because you, after you picked them, you had to explain why. So I picked that one, and then, then they said the future, I was, it was a lady, but she had all these ideas coming out of her head. Like, her brain was open and had all these thoughts and dreams and goals. I said, yeah, that's the future. I can't figure out what to do next and stuff like that. It's like, okay, so I got through that. So it was interesting because you don't really think about it. You think, oh, oh, how do you homestead or how do you grow your own food? And then the last but not least was about 20 or 30 sheets of emoji stickers. And not quite sure, I'm showing my age here, but I'm not quite sure what half of them were. Was that the poop emoji? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I started and... She had a circle, they had a circle on a piece of paper, and I was supposed to put the stickers of, of what homesteading meant to me or something. Yes. Did we get to see this? How no. How do we saw it? So, <laughs> I said it showed my, it's no grades, no tests, and nobody will see what it. What is the, what comes out of this? I don't know. So, 
I like to see the. I like to see the. I just said. I said. Can I? I asked her. I said. Summary or. I asked her if we ever see it. She's. I don't know if she says she'll give me a copy or not. But I was supposed to pull out these emoji stickers and fill up a round circle on a piece of paper. And I was like, oh boy, it's. First of all, I don't know half of them what the half of them were, and or what were relevant to. You know, you ever see like those? They yeah. have stickers. They have stickers like. Jordy was going to bedazzle her truck, you know, with stickers, yeah. something like that, you know, so. No, I was going to do that. Nope. So, unfortunately, I found one sheet of stickers that had nature, the environment, animals, the sun, the earth, with a couple stickers removed. The chicken was removed and something else removed. And I said, I'll save you the trouble. I'll just use this whole sheet. And I just stuck it on the round thing without pulling everything off. So. I said this was nature, this is earth, this is animals taking care of the environment. I had like fruit and veggies and animals and I said oh, that was it. So I was like, man I was dying right there but um, she should record it, it'd be a good podcast. But I wasn't expecting that. So it was a different take on an interview versus oh how do you grow more vegetables kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So then I gave them the, because they were hard to see, we're doing it under the tent and hard to see how to sh- what do you call it? show and tell mm-hmm. what you were doing. So then when we left, we walked out the back way. And I was like, so maybe they got the point. But I think definitely I was probably old enough to be their dad. But And I think I might have gone over the head. Mm-hmm. But I just said it was a unique situation because dad died. And it was a unique form of questions because I wasn't that. But So that's my two cents and what happened at, well, while you were at XO West. Yeah, yeah, so do you want me to go to Expo West or do you want to talk, you talk about the Occidental Tour? Jordan can talk about the tour. Yeah, Jordan, you want that to was, was that before or after? I think it was before. That was, that was actually, I think that was like the Thursday before. And then, then the next, yeah. That was good. I mean, it was um, Occidental. Down. Occidental <laughs> College. Um, I think there's a teacher there that's doing like so sort of environmental studies. Yeah, Megan. Eggs, yeah. She was, I knew her from Good Eggs. We used to deliver to Good Eggs, which was like, Organic food distribution warehouse started out of San Francisco, spread across nationwide, then realized that they need to rethink their policy and went back to San Francisco. They were one of our greatest clients. We miss good eggs. Hope you guys come back to LA. Um, but Megan was the LA, I don't know if it was president, but she did the LA branch. So I knew her, and then she wrote us out of the blue and said, now she's working for some class in Occidental and wanted to bring the students to, Urban agriculture. Yeah, to see the garden. And, we agreed. We had some sort of stipend to do it. And, um, yeah, the students were great. I mean, um, I think I led off with saying that I've got given many tours, but, um, you know, Dow was always better at it than I was. Just, he knew how to... Oh, because he was a teacher. Yeah, he knew how to bring people in, and, you know, I kind of led off with that, and Justin and I tag-teamed this tour and I think that was the first tour Justin gave because I was at work and I gave you like a little sheet overview but But it was the first tour you forget because you're here every day you forget when somebody new comes in and how much different things that you walk by every day that that they ask questions like what were the earth boxes doing in the front yard and it's like okay the reason that's that and you don't you don't think that but the questions they had were pretty serious questions. Like, they weren't they weren't 
what do you call it? They were serious into agriculture. So when I was watching Jordy, Jordy was good at it. You were good at it. You're, <laughs> no, I. Uh, you were nervous. I can tell you're nervous. I but. pretend. I just generally you just shut off this part of your brain that doesn't think. You just blab. <laughs> so there was a trial run, a test run. We needed to try it out, see how how we did. I said we should have recorded it. So we had. Yeah, a, but I mean, I know what they are. It's just the thing is, like Justin says, you you think of things that you forget because everything is just so there for you all the time and then like it you reminded, don't even think that this is something new or interesting so that and then it forgot you know what you know what the number one question I forgot you know what the question they asked no how do you get the plants in the bottles <laughs> you know the coke bottles that are out yeah, the beer bottles yeah, at the front like, you know they asked every, everybody every, asked I mean I just a million dollars for every person that asked yeah, that if, if we had a penny yeah, for every person that asked mm-hmm. how'd you get the plants in the mm-hmm. bottles and I totally forget. I walk by it a million oh, times a day, right? And these, they're very perceptive. And they yeah. saw, they said, how did you get the Boston ferns in the bottles? And they just totally forget. I totally forget. I walk by it all the time. So, like I said, for next tour, um, use that as the template. And then do, um, like, standing spots and say, from this location, you can see this and this. Yeah, no, but they were just good. They were working with the visitor. Um, they were very interested in what we were doing and just, you know, very... Um, communicative it was it was a very good tour I, I mean it's been a while we've given tours to like inner city kids or Westridge yeah and it's just like the kids they're dragged along because you know the they parents want to wanna come here or something and it's it's kind of like you're trying to engage these people and it's very hard and so you have to I kind of feed off people's energy and if their energy is not there it's bad so but these people were really into it and it was really nice to just there was, I think they were younger than I expected. I thought, for some reason, I thought they would like community college. Yeah, community college. college. But they were young and, you know, impressionable, and they really responded to what they saw here. And, and one of the ladies, right? You told me she'd been to a hootenanny? Yeah. And I was like, okay, when was that, and how long ago was that? But we had the tag team was, the original plan was, uh, was Jordy in the front, uh-huh. do the front yard, and I do the backyard, and then... We sort of, because Jordy would say things and then it would click in my mind. Mm-hmm. So Jordy did the front and then she, then I would say things and Jordy would touch on things I missed or forgot. Because I just walked by it every day. And then they came and got the animals and it was just like... Yeah, they loved the chickens. I was just, like, I don't know, I mean, it's for some reason I think everybody sees chickens now. But no, they don't. They really love the chickens. And, and they were like ducks. taking pictures I know, and posing. And they were just like, Adele was... Yeah, Adele. They wanted to kiss Adele and hug Adele, and Hello. it was a good, it was a good experience. And it kind of gets us back into that giving the tour um, mode, and it's good to have a good experience like that because sometimes you have like not wouldn't say bad experiences, but you kind of just like. Eh. Well, it's hard because we say it's hard to get you know get excited when people just don't care. I don't know. I said dad was a school teacher, and then the other people are sales, like a salesman. Like you have to do, you have to pitch your product, Mm -hmm. and the yard speaks for itself. But when people ask, when you want to need to sell your, we call it sell your product, like uh, pitch it. Mm -hmm. And so it was funny. Walk by certain part and say, "Oh, that's the gray water section that we walk by every day." Things like that. You forget that we did. 10, 10, 15 years ago. And like, oh, solar panels on the garage. And like, where is it? Can't see it. You know, and you, you forget to highlight certain parts. You forget part. all the elements that are here. Because I don't think that, I think it was like, oh, we were going to say, there's the chickens and move on. And then it was like, chickens! And it was this Ducks. big. Ducks! 
you know, reaction. And I was, yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice experience. And, which kind but we of needed to do that by ourselves because that, to get that, I said that. Um, how do you say that? I don't know if it's not. It's not fear. It's just. It's like there's been the, some like not routine, but um, like when you like when you sing, you practice. It's like. It's, practice. You we're out of practice. But put it's it that not way. even that. It's sometimes there's some sort of like, you know, you have good tours and bad tours. There's some trauma sometimes associated with tours and. You know, just to have a good experience was awesome. Well, yeah, and then um, what else? Have your tomatoes, and then they. Um, I guess we want to talk about Expo Fest. Well, know. the point was, Jordy went last year, yeah. sort of snuck up on this year, and because of everything well, that was happening. the brew, and I was like, oh, I said. Oh, you mean that? I said, oh, Jordan went that last time. He had the dates wrong. And I'm like, no, that's Expo yes. West. I'm like, and like, I... this natural food thing happening in Anaheim. Yeah, said, thing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I told Annie, I said, be thing. prepared to be overwhelmed. <laughs> I was overwhelmed. <laughs> it was, I think I saw maybe, maybe less than a quarter of it. Yeah. I mean, less yeah. than a quarter. Maybe one sixteenth yeah. of it. It snuck up on us. We have to put it on the calendar next yes, year. Sir. So plan in, a, plan in advance. Plus, here's the thing. We, I was going to go one day. On Saturday. But if we had registered earlier mm-hmm. and we were all had our schedule together, we could have done at $25. But, yeah. So it was so big, I, we had to go back Sunday. So yeah. I, unfortunately, I missed Christopher. Twice the cost. He was yeah. there with Savory Institute. Um, unfortunately, by the time I arrived and got my bearings and, like, <laughs> you know, it was slightly over on one was a Saturday and it was, it was elbow to, or shoulder to shoulder people. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the boost, it was just like, holy crap. We, the like thing was, the issue was the price went up because of late registration yeah. and they weren't approving online registration yeah, and there was a chance, there. there was a chance that you could not go in. So yeah, I said, well, that would be a waste if we drive two yeah. hours down there and get turned around out the door because we didn't qualify. Yeah. It's not open to the public. No, so for the first day, I kind of tagged along because he, he was interested in getting some bees, uh, honey stuff. So uh, then I was thinking, why am I doing here? Because, you know. I'm actually supposed to come for Urban Homestead, so, you know, get products and get samples and talk to people, but it was just a little overwhelming. I kind of was, like, you know, brain fried. And then um, that night, because his dad uh, is a, works for a health food store up in Sacramento, um, the brand, the, um, like, the garlic brand, Kyolic, that company put on a, a dinner for all their representatives. And so... It was, you know, every, like, all dinner and banquet, but um, what was unique about that thing, because the CEO came up and thanked everybody, and he went, and he's like a doctor, and he works with athletes and uh, stuff like that, and he says, you know, Kyle is the only thing that has, like, 30 studies behind, blah, 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 so he said, but not to bore everybody, but two studies that came up, and he went on one, but don't remember that, what he said about that, except for, oh, yeah, that one, that's right, sorry. There's two things that the that the garlic uh, actually reverse or regenerate bio, uh, your cell biome. In so six like, weeks or six months? No, just regenerate that. Then. But how long you had to take the product? No, that was one study. Okay. Then the next study, one of their products, if you took it um, every day for three months, you would reverse your like cells by five years. And he joked the the president or whatever he was there he's like i wish they had a face cream and like that but i was like well it could use five years so 
that was interesting and you know the who's who of uh, the health world and and, and, he almost and, got crushed. I think they came back. He said, "I got crushed in front of the Patagonia provisions. I literally woke up because I ran into that guy Leslie Goldman, the, the carrot. Um, he's the character. He's a character, but he he travels with the cart. Remember him from Encinitas? The beat goes on. Guy. Yeah, the beat goes on guy. Yeah. And so he was in front, you know. And he was like, "Hey," and I was like, "Hey, that's in you all." And so because he has his cart, and in front of um, Patagonia provisions, they were giving away beer, right? And and there were beautiful people in front of them. They were like probably. <laughs> Celebrities, all the beautiful actors, people of the natural and, world, and yeah, and the health fitness people, and so there's so a obviously lot we don't of fit. people taking <laughs> selfies and stuff like that. So I got stuck there, and I was literally being crushed against his cart. I was like, I'm out of here. Actually, Aaron did lost second, and I had to find him. I had to take a look. Where are you? Yeah, got yeah but just remember, also last year when I was there, this is when I broke my phone. Yeah, that's same time. Crazy. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, I got pushed against the. Got pushed a bit against a fence. A, uh, so full context. I got pushed against the thing. March Madness. And I, and my phone went Throwing tumbling elbows. off, two stories Personal down to foul. the bottom. Uh-huh. And the person I was with was not there with me. So she was my her. ride. <laughs> and there was no way in heck I was gonna find her. Yeah. So I kind of had to do this. I was begging phones off people, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a number by heart, so I called home. Ask the them to ask Justin to call Tell. my friend. Say I'll meet her out front by the ice cream truck in <laughs> the fountain. Please come find me. Yeah. So Justin called her. So and said, Johnny and broke the plan phone. was Aaron and I were supposed to go only on Saturday, and we it was Sunday. But I had a better game plan. So I had the morning before. You stretched it out on the floor. And I circled all the ones I wanted to visit, and I did. I visited all. Well, the you circled. The, you tried to say, well, there was one booth over here, and they had like yeah. a clump yeah so a circles like they had um sea companies herb yeah. companies and stuff like that and some of the companies we use and some of the companies we didn't know yeah. and so we talked to them we got samples um i don't know maybe hopefully some, some stuff for the farm box yeah but like i said i i barely touched you know you have to do better next time but if yeah. you think he's wait till the last it minute is, you always yeah, get in trouble it's, it's worth going on we said there's cool products i mean there's a lady from morocco yeah it was I think it was in Morocco. She was there. Um, she was selling her great. She was there promoting a product. It was her great grandmother's recipe with it's like almond butter and but and, and argon oil. And I said, I kind of went past the booth. And I said argon oil. I said, you mean stuff you put in your hair and your skin? She's like, yeah, you know that. I was like, yeah, from my hair. But she's like, yeah, in Morocco we have so much of it. We put it in. We make it like butter, and it's oil. So. And then I had the. Beekeeping family from like oh yeah eighteen so eighteen there so there was a, a white like cream honey company from Canada um, and the and the mother and the daughter were there and they were from Canada and they were been beekeeping since like eighteen eighty four just like can't oh. think that far but they're honey not them cool. their family not them I have to clarify <laughs> they have to go. they've been in business they they've no. been no. they've been a family business they have that white honey because I think they said that the only you can only get pure white honey north. Of the like in Canada or south it has to be it's like the Georgia because yeah. we get too dark. Um, it's a desert. Mean, it's a desert like Georgia, Florida Tupelo honey. Yeah. All right. Do you know the Tupelo that has Georgia yeah. peaches, yeah. pecans, or stuff north. like that, and the Tupelo? Tupelo. Yeah. So, but their honey was really good because yeah. one of the honey I tasted, I mean, literally went, went through. My brain. said it was like you know like. <laughs> she it's got like, high. It was just so like straight to the brain, you know, like. I know. I was like, <laughs> Damn, this is like hard cocaine. But they had neem. No. no, they had neem honey from India. Yeah, so they showed um, 
and there was a yeah. So they showed there were these guys from India, and they were going climbing up trees and climbing off the branches, and you know, waxing the honey, and that was wild. So then Neem, I forget what the other one was, and there was another guy. He was from Tunisia. No, Tasmania. Tasmania. He was French, and he had a booth there, and he had like um, mangrove honey. Uh, and he was like, how did it taste? It's swampy. Yeah, he was cute. He was cute. And then they had kefir samples? Or oh, lemon? yeah. So there was a kefir, there was a booth that said, like, guess which one's ours. It was a milk, um, a raw kefir. Or no, not can you couldn't do raw. So it was but a kefir. And so they had A, B, C. And so I, um, I tasted it, and I guessed it right. I got it. I was like, this is... And they're like, yeah, you guessed right. Because the other one was... You get this talent. Process. Yeah, process one and yeah, I think one was like Hershey Dole. But yeah, you can <laughs> tell the difference. So yeah, well, I mean, it was cool just to go and um, I mean I noticed like I said you could see there was like you know a lot of you know people from the blog world so it was like, it was a good place to meet up and so we'll have to put that on our calendar for next year and go more days <laughs> or yeah, team, up team up and divide and, and, and say, conquer. Yeah, divide and conquer and say meet you back at six. Um, if you registered early and we got approved things, we wouldn't have to go two hours down and say, oh, sorry, you don't qualify because it's not open to the public. So you had to be a business and, mm-hmm. and they needed all the business information and then they said who's employees and all this other stuff. And, and came like, in when, when, you know, when Justin was trying to sign up for it. And came in and Justin was on the computer like with his head in his hands. I'm like, what's going on? He goes, they want my DNA. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, yeah, that's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> because I tried to do it as last minute because the farm box and everything it's like you would save money if you did it earlier and they would have proved it and it cost us double or whatever and it was like this question this question you know where you, what do you sell what do you do this list your website list this yeah. list your business license list your um, resale license list this list your paste up paste yeah up. so they, like I said they had a lot of companies and if you wanted to pitch a product too so they had you know if you were interested in bottling private labeling private labeling um, one thing I did um, was popular was um, alternative protein bars. So uh, there was um, cricket protein bars, and it did. I mean, they said that's what that's going to be. They said it went from fourteen million dollars to forty million. Elon Musk and all that are investing in it. So. so should we grow cricket? You see, I ate it. I, I mean, am. When you put carob and, and nuts and it's stuff, it's better than be, soy. Right? No, it's the new livestock. It's taught me to start on soy and, and that. <laughs> Energy. That experience from people. You know, crickets is, I mean, it's bad. the sad thing is, that's what. It's yeah. a biblical you know? food, right? Well, as long as they're sustainably raised. Right? I just grass up. I guess so. Same grass family. Up, yeah, locusts. Locusts. Locus. Crickets yeah. and locusts. As long locus. as, you know, everything has to be humanely treated. They're all living things. Are they free range? I don't know. They, they have to be. Cricket? I mean, they are living creatures. Everything has to be Do, treated Are they free range? Do they get some? You don't want them to like be squished alive or anything. Are they factory farm crickets? I still think everything should be sustainable. sustainable. So are they factory we farm crickets? I know are that. You, are you crickets but no, but no, man, you don't. You <laughs> forgot to ask. ask that. You said say. I should have gone. But no, I probably no, would. I, I mean, you, you don't want them to be miserable. They all living. They all living creatures. They all living. Free the cricket. Insects do have. Power to the cricket. They do have pain receptors. It's not. I know. I just. I just like you know. Aaron sort of like taste it. I was like, okay, whatever, but I didn't. Yeah, but we got to make sure they were free range next time. Well, they got to be humanely treated. Yeah. Everything. I do have a sample of cricket protein powder. So. 
Everything, everything that lives and breathes should be treated with respect. But yeah, there was like I said. Do you name your crickets? Would you name your cricket? Don't don't make fun. I would. Would you walk your crickets? I like crickets. What are you talking about? They make me happy. Oh, I know. I know the noise. I love crickets. The summer nights with the. I love crickets. So when the crickets are in the front yard, there's like one by the porch. She chirps every night. I just like hearing them. I like that. It's like so now we I know what's them. for dinner. Except the Jerusalem crickets. Jerusalem <laughs> crickets fill out, freak out one of my friends. She just like completely, you know, loses her brain. Oh yeah, because she makes it in the front yard. Those yeah, the potato those bugs. Are weird. Yeah, but she just like absolutely like loses her mind when she sees them. Uh-huh. It's like, hey, they're kind of cute. No, and they're many people get creepy. scared about that's the crickets potato bugs. Butt. No, but the they are, the Jews, are different. Jews they crickets. live in the mulch. They live in the mulch and they crawl out in the pathways. So that was kind of freaky. Okay, speaking of animals, um, having a funny story. So the years, um, we have the ducks and chickens living together and the chickens roost above the ducks on their perches. And people know the difference between feet right yeah so the ducks live below and they have a little sawdust thing and they have web feet for swimming so there's this one duck um because our chicken house has a window and so with the time chains i mean i'm it's it was i'm not that i'm late but i'm coming i am coming out but one of the ducks gets very impatient and so she there's a window she works away from the bottom and to the to and I don't always carry my phone and then she works her way to the to the perch. to the perch. Roost, yeah. And roost and the perch thing and she perches and looks out the window like Hello woman, are you coming to get let's just if she could she'd be stomping her feet. And so I was like, How the heck is a duck perching? So I bought my phone. It's a like, it's wow. a broomstick. Yep. So and they have web the feet. She's not a Muscovy. She's a she's a Welsh hog. I just want to know how to get web feet on a dow. Well she was too I got I mean Muscovies her. can perch, but not well, but chickens kids. have that yeah. have the talent. They don't have no, but they don't have the, the leg muscles like chickens. Yeah. So, but you know, she makes sure she's looking out. My okay. Time's up. Woman, get your butt out of here. Let me Stomping out. out. She's stomping out. out. She's like capping her <laughs> capping her feet if she. But can. she's like st- looks at me out the window like, hello, come on. So that was hilarious. So I had to. I was like, okay, next time, I'm gonna bring my. My you called me over. I was there, or yeah, I or did you take? No, you took. A, did you take a picture? No, not the not the cup. Not I've been. She's been doing it, but no. First, she was. First, she would go on. This is like I noticed more. She was perching. First, she would go on that. Um, the the, the, yeah, the like the landing with the with the newspaper the drop. Yeah. The poop tray. She was there, so she would always look like this. And then the last couple of times, she was actually perching, and I was like, God, are you kidding me? So I had to get a picture. Here's a photo of her on Instagram. Yeah. So duck bitching. She's a hen. Well, no, she she's a hen. Ducks and she's a chicken, sorry. Yeah. So. And then the duck, female duck is a hen. Yeah, sorry. And then speaking of chickens and thing, we got a... Did I handle the phone call about the you eggs? Did, yeah. Yeah, so phone call for rainbow-colored eggs and for a TV show Amazon original series. So it was kind of weird because we... We sell most of our, all our eggs through our CSA program, mm-hmm. and, and they sell out most. Like of, they sell out mo- most of the weeks. And it happened that we have some brown, mostly brown, and then some the blue, light browns, light browns. And we have a couple of that lay kind of green. Blue, 
blue shade really yeah. Yeah. the thing so the lady calls up and want to know if we had rain- the rainbow or easter egg what do they call it? i was like yeah let me check how much you need and it's for a film shoot for amazon tv show i was like okay so i tried it tried to find some unfortunately we had sold most of ours so we Hit it, Jordy hit up a friend of hers who Yeah, had, a friend who has uh, Marin's and Leg Bars. She's a lady that attended my chicken classes and generally went chicken crazy. In a good way. <laughs> Much to her husband's like, tolerance. <laughs> but he built her a beautiful coop, so. And she could consult. She pays you for consulting. Yeah, she pays me for consulting. And like when I go visit, it's like I'll see you guys in two hours because she loves her chickens. Which is good. She's amazing. So she a has leg bars. Leg bars and Marins. Leg Marins would lay the more chocolate colored eggs, and leg bars have more blue eggs. We have the light brown and Araconas, and so with her eggs and our eggs, quite impressive. It's quite a rainbow. I think the first question I asked Justin because he texted, "Can we get the rainbow colored eggs?" And I was like, "They do know they're not officially like blue, blue, right?" Yeah, he was yeah. like, "She knows because people think they're expecting like you know, you know, Easter blue, egg. yeah, like Easter egg blue." Um, so between the Easter egg goes that we had, you know, the regular light brown chicken eggs that we have and a couple white from a friend of ours, and then Marin's and leg bars, it it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. So then she came like, did you charge more? I'm like, no, I should have charged 80 bucks a dozen. They were going (laughs) to, they were just going to, they probably weren't even going to eat them. That's the shame. They were custom. So while she was here, she says, let me check out what else she got. So she walked around and thing and then they. I had blood oranges still on the tree, mm-hmm. so I said, she was looking for fruit with stems on it. Mm-hmm. So Gabriel had just brought some avocados, mm-hmm. and I had them out, because it was Farm Box Day. I think it was, it was Farm Box Day, so I had the avocados out left over, not left over, but left mm-hmm. rest from the uh, thing, and they had stems on it. So, you know, she wanted that, so she bought a bunch of avocados. Then she was looking for citrus with leaves on it. I was like, I have blood oranges that are still up in the tree, so I cut off a couple branches and things. So we'll see how that one. Um, we have to find it on uh, Netflix. Right? Amazon original series, oh, yeah, Amazon. coming out sometime this year. So we'll stay tuned. We'll go look for those. Uh, I joked with a friend of mine. I said, "Your grandchildren, because <laughs> you obey her chickens are babies." <laughs> I was like, "Your grandchildren will be on television." Yeah. So you'll pay, you'll pay probably about uh, fifty bucks to watch the Amazon series yeah, I know, right? and watch three hundred and fifty hours. Three hundred fifty hours. Fifty hours of footage. Like, where are those eggs? <laughs> yeah. And then, like I said, speaking of, you know, you know, they could have just mocked them up. You know, they don't they have to buy real eggs. <laughs> it's Hollywood. It's yeah. TV. And then you know the health of the co- uh, health of the chickens with you know the change of weather. I know it's one of the chickens just kind of when I would. Oh, she was stressed because we integrated uh, a couple of chickens in, so she got a little stressed. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So. So you got sauerkraut, and um, but it actually because I think we caught it because I noticed it right off, caught it in time and gave her some probiotic and she just fine. generally so douse them with a the time. So that was good. That's There's two good. things you can do. You can douse them with probiotic if it's not really intense. If it's really intense, you do have to kind of squeeze out the bad stuff and. I wasn't home at that time, Annie was texting me. She was like, do I squeeze it out? I'm like, well, there is a risk with squeezing it out. But actually, I didn't squeeze it when Could I would hold her. Could you squeeze it out and you sent, sent me Jordy a picture? No, actually, when I would hold her to give her the medicine. It was coming out. When her, when her, when her face me. went down, it came out. Bond. So when I came home, I did squeeze a little bit of out, and then I, you know, doused it with probiotic, and, you know, it's just you got to get the fungus out and good fungus in. 
Yeah. So it's generally that's the concept. Yeah. And then on um, yeah. Then on a sad note, yeah. Um, then on a sad note, we you um, I don't know if a lot of maybe a couple of our farm box people might know, but if you've been following our website for a while, we <laughs> I actually he wrote was a post uh, about him and there's a couple several blog posts about our orange tabby spanky boo twenty seven pounds binky. Um, <laughs> Boogaboo Boucher. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He had a whole bunch of blinky. I don't know why he no, blinked. No, because he would blink. Because we'd say, hey, hey, Binky. Because he would blink at you. He'd just, like, blink. Boucher. Give me kisses. Give me kisses. So he was rescued from the neighbors of one they two were, years well, from the story Katrina. Is, no, the story is, I was sitting on the computer in the front room, which is, like, the parlor now. And I hear this little teeny meowing. And, you know, I, first thing, I just have this radar from animal sounds. I get up and I run out to the door and there's a friend of mine who knows I like cats and she's at the gate and she's holding this little tiny thing and she like throws it at me and she goes, if you don't take it, they're going to kill it. And I'm like, I put my hand down, grabbed it. And so he was rescued from, you know, we kind of live in a neighborhood where there's some disrespect of life and he, his, his siblings were put in a bag and drowned. And she grabbed him out of the bag. And she ran him down the street to the person she knew would take him, which was me. And she thrust this little orange thing at me. It was no eye, I had no eyes. It was, well, I mean, his eyes were closed. And he was screaming his little head off. You know, he had no, you know, milk, you know, like no milk teeth, nothing. He was a little tiny little thing. She, and as soon as she says, if you don't take it, they're gonna kill it. I just grabbed it and took it in the house. And I remember that day because there was some tour going on or some media interview, uh-huh. and this little cat, he would not stop crying until I held him on my neck. Uh-huh. So I'd put him, uh-huh. I'd put him under my jacket, uh-huh. and the neck. And then it was, I think I had to be interviewed. Uh-huh. So I gave him to someone else, and it was like, no, you had to put him on your uh-huh. neck behind your jacket. And he just would sit there. So I remember he the whole. He was probably about four or five inches. He was tiny. His eyes were barely open. And I didn't at that time because it was like right before we had this interview, I didn't have anything, but he needed to be milk. He needed to be bottle fed. So and then yeah, I go down. I go down to bottle, get his bottle, you know, get a bottle bottle and formula. And at that time, I didn't know how to raise bottle babies. And I realized you could put as much milk as you want into the kitten, but nothing comes out unless it's stimulated in the backside, which the mommy licks the butt. And makes the kitten eliminate. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Because so <laughs> you had a cat that had kittens, but mommy was there. Yeah, know? I had a cat that had kittens, but mommy would lick the butt and, you know, clean them up and stimulate them to eliminate. But this cat, his little belly was getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was sitting <laughs> His he belly, was he drank it, he, he would love milk. And, but then I was like, oh, he's not going to bathroom. They're like, okay, so Google. Oh, okay, this is what I, I have to do. I don't know if Google existed, sorry. <laughs> Why, well, you know. So Search the internet. The web and online. Then, online. <laughs> and then um, found out that it had to stimulate his backside with cotton balls. Yeah, so, so we have but, a picture of him on the chair in the study, uh, and he's about this big. Yeah. And then we have his mature picture. Which he grew to be about 27. He, he would fluctuate between boy. 27 and 30 he's pounds. Boy. He greeted people that came to the farm, front porch farm stand. He was a lover. He loved camera crew. He, and he knew he could smell a camera crew from a mile away. <laughs> well, anyhow, so yeah, I would. And but someone generally he ended up being he would be my I had him on my pillow for like interiorizing his baby because I'd have to wake up and feed him every two hours 
feed him every two hours and then eliminate him. And the cotton balls kind of, cause I, you know, mama's tongue is different. Cotton balls made him get chapped. Yeah, yeah, he was chapped and we're on the backside. So every time I think he'd scream at me, he's like, stop! <laughs> and I'm like, no, you have to go back. <laughs> and so I hold his little tail. And yeah, he, he hated me for that. So I do between that and diaper cream, it's yeah, hilarious. But he slept on my pillow and he insisted on going all the way down the sheets. It would give me heart attacks one night. I would not sleep because he was a little tiny little thing uh -huh. and he'd go all the way down the bed, down by my body. So I'd sleep there like this because I was like, I'm going to squish this little kitten. <clears throat> and so he grew, he grew. And yeah, he, so after Jordy did that, he technically became my baby. He loved baby. pillows. He loved pillows because I think he had associated pillows with mommy because I kept them on my pillow. I'd sleep and he would be like, yeah. right there. He would sit on pillows. He liked laps. He liked looking out the window. He would have his little... Before Marley came, he would have that, he'd put that chair right by the win the front door. And he would look out the front. Out the and then we had a bench in the front when we had the and farm stand. Yeah, and, and he had his head against the armrest, uh -huh. like, what's up? Yeah. And everybody come by. And then the guys, they would joke, said, that cat, cat never missed a meal. I said, that's true. But uh, because that's he was funny because we would have, and also we'd have a media crew. Spanky wouldn't be anyone to see. And all of a sudden, there he is. And the camera crew would follow him around. <laughs> and we'd be <laughs> sitting there, and they're like filming like three hours of the cat in the yard. We're just like, okay. <laughs> it's a regular t orange tabby. <laughs> it's an orange tabby. Don't you guys see those? But no. He was like a cat, though. He was like a dog. dog. And so, yeah. He passed away. Um, in his sleep. <laughs> And it was, it was, it was, I uh, mean, he, you know, he just got older, and it was, it was hard. But, but the irony. I was always when appreciate the fact I never have to make that call. They can just yeah. go. When I knew he was gone when I woke up, and Ziggy was halfway, not Ziggy, Monty was halfway around the room, in a crouched position, just watching him. And then but you could see, funny. you could see when too. he was, when he was gone, because it was. Um, no, I knew it too, because I was not home. But I woke up and I couldn't breathe, and I was like, and I was like. I knew when I knew I said Spanky's gone. I woke up in the night and said Spanky's gone. Yeah. I knew it. But he was, he was like I said, quick and thing. But he was rescued around Katrina, the year before Katrina. Hurricane Katrina. Um, he had never missed a meal. <laughs> uh, he knew how to work me over for cat treats and he just food. He around the yard. He loved the homestead. He would always. And then he officially retired when we got Ziggy. Ziggy. Yeah. As soon as Ziggy took over the yard, he said, all right, you got the yard, you're watching a homestead, and good, I'm going to sleep on the bed all day. And then, so people would come to the farm and say, well, where's the orange cat? cat? I was like, he, he retired. retired. <laughs> he retired he as a fisher done. breeder. He's like, I'm doing this for a long time. Yeah, as soon as Ziggy was let out, and you know, because we kind of have this thing where the cats are not let out when they're babies, they have to be older. And as soon as Ziggy let out, Ziggy night, yeah. patrolled the yard, it was almost like the next day, Spanky said, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And he so went to lounge around the house and he had a good life you know every time he walked by he'd beg kisses and hugs and, and then yeah. he just he degraded fast like it was okay and then he just started losing weight and then you know like over say two weeks was that, but, but I mean was, I went to go look for this post I wrote him I wrote about him on the blog and it was pretty funny because it, it did capture him I was trying to find it but some of the photos are missing mm -hmm. it didn't load I went and looked but for it. it is it captured him it was it was Spanky was the homestead he was yeah so we had and on the videos on YouTube when it says the Robin Homestead music series he was the MGM line yeah he was the MGM line he was the you know he was the image yeah so so yep gonna miss that guy it was so then after the date the I got in the morning and 
you know, you do your crying and the chest pains came back and stuff. I mean, heart, heartache came back and it's the one year, one year of Dwayne's death and one year of Dad's memorial coming up. So a lot of, a lot of things came back with the death, but the, the cats, Ziggy, Monty, and Moosh sort of became three amigos or the... They mm, became very cuddly on the bed. They would, they... They like totally spooned changed. each other on yeah. the bed. I mean, it was just like, you couldn't tell... One cat, there was a cat mosh pit. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... All of a sudden, it was like... A puddle the, of yeah. cats. They became uh, very clingy to each other. I don't know if they knew the seniority. Like, they wouldn't mess with Boo. Yeah, Boo yeah, Boo was... Boo was uh, like, he was like the uh, HRA. He was the old man, and he, he kind of just, like, kept everybody at bay. He's like, yeah, yeah I got it all here. And so, so it was like the, the king had died. Yeah. So it was when he... They hadn't seen death, so I didn't... Some of the also, younger ones haven't seen it. Ziggy did, but... Yeah. So Ziggy... I had the house rabbit when we got Ziggy, and Ziggy loved that house rabbit. And then the house rabbit passed away, and I remember Ziggy was inconsolable. So, uh, Pashmac Pash was the house rabbit. She'd run around, and Ziggy and Marley loved this rabbit. Marley would, Marley would cuddle with it, remember? Yeah. Yeah, but I it was like the totally, too. it was like from one day, one day to the next, mm-hmm. the animals just totally changed. Yeah. And it's never easy, you know, it's not that you're used to it, but. I mean, he had a good life, and uh, he's plastered all over the internet, he made he made magazines, <laughs> he made videos, except there were Clementine had probably more air time than I did, you know, so, he was a, he was a beautiful, I it mean, was that a was ham. a. ham. And he'd he sit do- there and just pose. And it was like, really, cat? And, li- and let people <laughs> pet him, too. And he would walk. I remember there was one time we had this documentary crew here, and the guy was filming, and the spanky comes strolling along the fence, you know, swaying his butt down the fence. Yeah. And the guys came running across, and they were like and filming him. Arbor, and he was just he like, arbor. <sighs> he'd look at them, and then he'd turn. And I was like, really? You want a freaking catwalk? Stop. That's why they call just it cat stop. Walk. I just like laugh and I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> you got the cat? You're good? All right. <laughs> but they're all cats and they're not like Spanky though. They're, they're all good, but they're not. He always had that people. He had the charisma. Yeah, because he he didn't know. He didn't know what happened to the cat. He didn't know mommy. He was, he was a. a he had stomach problems growing up because of the no colostrum, so I had to deal with that sometimes. I, I think I healed his stomach after a while, but... Yeah, but it was, uh, really, uh, really weird how he would, he would, like, dominate a conversation, not a conversation. He would dominate. Dad would, I mean, anything. He would just, he'd just make his appearance. And come walking ta-da. by, ta-da, here I am, and then there goes the film crew after him. It's like, all right. Oh, and then we had the school kids over. Here's a chicken, here's a duck, here's a goat. And there's a I remember he would sit, because on the blog post I, I talked about it, he'd sit at the corner of the driveway, and the New Horizon teacher ladies would come by, and they're like, oh, well, hi. Kitty. And he would scratch his head, and then he'd come in, and he'd reek like perfume. <laughs> he'd come to the door, he'd open it, and he'd be like, all the ladies love me. His I'm perfume done. would just be pulling off from his floor, and I'm just like, really? <laughs> He's just like, huh. womanizer. And he would wait out there at the lunch break. He got all the female yes. teachers loving him. And he'd come and he'd in with perfume pouring from his forehead. And he'd go down and he'd greet them in, 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 in the... He had this thing about sniffing car tires. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> he'd drive me nuts because I'd find him at the parking lot at the school and he'd be sniffing car tires and I'm like we say where's Boo where's Boo where's Boo and you go look out like, you look over the fence and there he is going down every, every car every car sniffing the car tires and I think the security guard eventually knew to look for him I'm like just don't let him get rolled over please and he was like I know your cat told me he was sniffing car tires it's like yep so <laughs> He has this one weakness too. <laughs> he loves sniffing car tires. It drives me nuts because I'm just like, oh, we never, like, he never crossed the street. Really. No, no, not really. Just a couple of times he did when he chased the bad, you know, in a Lopez off the property. Yeah, but, but no, he never he's really He's a defender left. of the homestead. He wasn't a good fighter though. No, he did not he know how to fight. Cassidy, she was he's a scrapper. A She'd take down anybody to talk about. She was a little tiny thing. She like, was about a quarter of his size. He was dead. Yeah, he <laughs> but he'd be like, I don't know how to fight. She's a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, Cassidy was the Cassidy was first. Straight cat. Yeah, she was a scrapper. So, well, we didn't get to everything that we wanted to talk about, so I guess I'll continue Tune that next time. Another time. So we have, let's see, um, we have like the CSA. Um, we're you know, what building that a little bit, and then some tours, more tours coming up. CSA issues. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, forgot. FedEx small business. Oh, we right. entered. So, we entered that. Yeah, entered that. Yeah, that. Voting is not required, but it says it may be. So, it's yeah, one of the reasons. It may be influential. So if you go to small FedEx small business in the grant, probably search Urban Homestead, and then you can vote for us. So we'll see. If we make it to the next round of the final four, no March Madness. Well, every little bit counts because, like I said, it'll help us. You know, we need, do need you know equipment, and you know, we could easily increase the farm box. I mean, people love the farm box program, so. If we can, you know, you know, help, uh, grow well, the business. Well, get efficient, we can, mm -hmm. more efficient, um, and drip irrigation, refrigeration, packing, delivery. Delivery is an option. Yeah, like drop off points or something. Drop off points, mm -hmm. delivery. Um, we yeah, can we talk about this. Yeah. The problem is too much stuff, and I don't have time to do everything. It's and the last three. And, you know, there's only amazing. so many hours in the day. Yeah. And. Yeah, stay so, tuned for the next, the next April episode. Madness. No. April. April showers, maybe we'll have three more flowers. But yeah, so thanks for tuning in, and we appreciate um, you guys, you know, listening and the numbers growing. So we just see more of you. So continue to share, and if you have any questions or comments, um, feel free to share those with us too. So until next time. Bye. Happy spring. Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We come to the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie East, Jordan. Keep, Keep on, on growing. growing.
Remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.